Okay, here we go. Welcome to Two Bookworms, One Podcast. A podcast where we discuss our current read, kind of like a book club, but in the age of coronavirus, it's going to be virtual. My name is Cameron. And I'm Lacey, also known as Slasher Queen 6 to my Twitch listeners. (laughs) And we are childhood best friends that obviously love to read and we love discussing our reads with one another and we thought what better way than to start a book club is than with you all so we hope you listen we hope you like it we hope you email we hope you laugh definitely laugh um we think we're funny but now i guess we'll see if other people think we're we're funny the real truth yeah (laughs) it's scary so we'll see how it goes um but yeah let's just you just want to get in it let's dive in okay so, for our first book, we actually picked it. Um, it's called Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. Or Sager. We're not quite sure. We're not quite sure. And we did try to look it up. And there is no pronunciation None. on the World Wide Web. We just know it's a pen name. We just know it is a pen name. And it's a dude. And it's a dude. I found his Instagram. Um, so, Riley Sager or... Sager. Yeah, we'll, we'll just call him Riley. Or Mr. S. Yes. <laughs> so that is our first book. Um, we read it. We're here to discuss it. We, we're trying to think of a good way to format the show. One of the ways we came up with, and it's obviously going to be like a work in progress. Definitely. Um, but we did find some quite like common book club questions. We found these on OprahMag.com. And these are actually written by Elena Nicolau. I apologize if that's not how you pronounce your name. You can definitely email me. Um, so these are just kind of common questions. So, you know, we we did it for this one, for this book. If we don't like them, we'll change them. Or if you guys want to email us to bookworms1podcast at gmail.com. We're definitely open to any questions definitely you guys open. Want to know about. Um, there's going to be spoilers. So definitely. if you have not read the book and you want to read it, maybe pause this episode and listen after you read it. There could also be some strong language, listening advice. Good, yes. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, yeah, there could definitely be some colorful language. Definitely. That's just who we are, and we've yeah. decided to be ourselves. Yeah. So. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, should we do, like, a quick synopsis, or? It's basically a book about... Um, well, it's kind of two, it's a book within a book Book within a book because this young lady, um, her father, who is famous Stephen King, Stephen King if he yes. wrote nonfiction, yeah, yeah. Her, 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 her father's a writer. He yes. wrote, he wrote a bestseller about their supposed quote unquote haunted house. Yes. And as to, okay. Before I even like really got into it, look at one of my notes. I wrote down Amityville. Question mark. And I'm glad you say that because it does mention Amityville. It does mention Amityville. So then when I got to that part, I was like, wow, this is very similar to Amityville. So I think one of the people, didn't one of the kids write a book or something from Amityville? I'm not sure. I think, I think one of the kids. I know there was a documentary or something. Yeah. And that's what the movie's based on is one of their, whoever wrote, maybe we should have looked that up. Sorry, guys. Email I mean, us your correction. Too much. They just mentioned it. Right. I feel like it was heavily influenced, but basically. Yeah. Her dad wrote this book. He dies. Um, 
come to find out, he still owned this house, and she inherits it. And, like... She tries to find out what happened. She tries to find out what happened, and that's what the book is about. They won't tell her what happened. Her parents just will not talk about what happened in that house, and she has no memory of it. And every chapter, like, one chapter is her point of view, and then the next chapter is, like, a chapter from the book. So it's a book within a book. Quick synopsis. We're going to get deeper into it, but we'll go ahead and go to our first question from our OprahMag.com. So, Lacey, what was your favorite part of the book? My favorite part was actually the mentioning of Amityville (laughs) and Stephen King because it gave you more of that sinister, scary feel first at the very beginning. Because they mentioned it quick. Yes, uh, page 12. I agree. Um, I also wrote down The Shining because I kind of felt like, you know, the dad and the wife and the kid. Like in a, you know, in a new place. Mm-hmm. I kind of got those vibes. Um, Here's Johnny Todd vibe. And I'm glad that you said that that was your favorite part because you are probably one of the biggest horror fans that I know. I definitely am. Yeah. So would you classify this book as horror? Uh, I would classify it more as mystery. Okay, because thriller. of the ending and we'll get there. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, because I got a lot to say, right? A lot. About that ending. But it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> I'll say my favorite thing about the book. Um, I love books that read like a movie. Yes. Because I become so invested in yes. it. And this book definitely reads like that. It was that. definitely easy. Yes. Fast read. Yes. Um, it's like it, like you can just see the movie fly off the pages in your mind. I love that. I also love that I'm going to call it a horror, a horror book. It it, it toes. It does. It toes. And this is my favorite type, like a horror movie, ghost yes. stories. Yes. I don't like the gory. Well, like yeah. I'll watch like, like, like some slasher, like Scream or, yes. you know, they're not my favorite. Ghost shit is my favorite. Yes. And this, oh my God, was right up my alley. That was probably my favorite part. Um, I do wish there was more. I do too. I definitely do. There wasn't enough ghost action. I agree. Um, I've also read all of, No, I think I've read all of his books but one. I read Lock Every Door and Fine Girls. So those were kind of like more thrillers. And I kind of feel like this book was what I wanted from those books. So right. I feel like that kind of satisfied. Yeah. A piece like I've really been looking for a good ghost story for a while. Yes, there's not um, enough. There's not there's enough. Not so if you're enough. listening, writers, there's not enough. There's not enough. So that was my favorite part. Was that? Yeah, I agree. All right. So next, the next what was question. your least favorite? I'm pretty sure I know where you're going to go with this. Both books being together. I wish really? I wish that he would have split them just for the simple fact that he could have wrote the book from the father's perspective and you had no clue where it was going to go. You felt like it was an actual book and then he comes out with a second about what really happened. He could have expanded it. He could have hmm. taken it longer. He could have made it, you know, a duo. But, I mean, it works still. That's an interesting perspective. It was changed. Because, you know, like at the very end... Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, yeah. She's writing her own book that yeah. says like 
how the like what really happened. And if he asked, so, I mean, she is. could he could expand on right. that. But if he actually is, he could have turned it into three instead of just two. But you know what? <sighs> I think that's, he's that's, not known for like no sequel. Not. Like all of no. his books are stand are standalone. Yes. So I think it's interesting you say that that was your least favorite part. Um, because sometimes I feel like when I read a book that does like this, uh, this was kind of present and past, even mm-hmm. though it was yeah. a book. Sometimes the present and past going back and forth, you get confused. It, was, yeah, that it doesn't was, flow yeah. well. But this one did. Um, at first I was like, oh man, it's like a flashback. But then when I got it, I kind of liked having the perspective yeah, of the book. Um, because she would kind of break it down chapter by yes. chapter and then figure out what happened in that chapter. Yes. In real life. And in a way, maybe it was kind of cheesy, but it's like, she's kind of living the book because she's literally yeah. doing things in like the same order, right. like the ceiling. Yeah. Like the, yeah, the snake falling out of the ceiling. Oh my God. Okay. That was probably yeah. my least favorite part. <laughs> At least one of them. Oh my God. When those snakes, so there were several times when I was reading this, of course, at freaking snakes night, which so I, was, there was at least twice. Yeah. Because, trigger warning. Because once it was when they first moved in, the dad saw it come out of the fireplace. And the second, these holes start opening up as in he's sitting on the sofa drinking coffee. Ceiling. There's a snake in a his, snake goes into fucking his coffee. coffee mug <laughs> and he feels it with his lips. And then looks up, and it is like that is a true horror. Yeah, show. like it rains. It snakes. rains, fucking snakes. And not just like baby snakes, big snakes. The parents like, were in there too. It was so. Oh my god! If that would have been a movie, I would have been squirming. But there were so many parts where I was like, <gasps> like out, like audibly. I did too. Because <laughs> I was I like, oh too. my god. And we'll get oh. some of it was because of the ending, but we'll get there. Yeah. So I would say my least favorite part um, was the snakes, but also the ending, which I don't know if I, I don't know if we want to give that away yet. Should we say that for the end and kind of elaborate once we go through the story? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. okay. you got you to know the beginning. You got to know the beginning, but the end I, you you'll already know that's one of my least favorite things. So yeah, I hate when I hate when books end, especially if they're good ones. Yes. And now, next question. Did you race to the end, or was it more of a slow burn? Oh, I raced. You did? Partially because we procrastinated. Yeah. <laughs> we were very bad at that. Literally finishing up this book this morning. Yes. But, um, Literally this morning, like, I was up at 6. <laughs> if I was reading it, I was up at 7. I woke up and I was like, I have to go read this Like, shit. immediately. I mean, but, don't um, get me wrong. I wanted to. Yeah, like, otherwise, I think I still would have read it just I do the too. same because it was just that good. I do, too. I think I would have read it quickly as well because it's also just the way it reads it's not yeah, something it's yeah you couldn't put it down no for not a few at all days and then and it was it, it was really like it was really quick like i didn't keep checking or what page i was on or anything i was just like oh yeah page after page after and then page. i would look up i'm like oh shit i read yeah. like 75 pages yeah it's like three hours later i'm like right. oh which scene has stuck with you the most <sighs> it's not really a scene so much as a person Poor Dane. Oh my god. Dane oh gets the Okay. This dude gets wrong. So like Dane so is a character okay? in I the present. She goes when she's going back to the house, so her name is Maggie, and she is like, um what do you like she flips houses with her friend or whatever. Yeah, so she's like an interior decorator yes. designer. She does like 
to repainting and finishing and all of that stuff. And, like, her mom, like, knew a bunch about antiques, so I'm yeah. assuming it's passed down naturally. He doesn't mention too much about that, but... You so, like, she decides, after her dad dies, and she finds out she's inherited this house that she didn't even know her dad still owned because they, like, left in the middle of the night, uh, a la Amityville, yeah. and never went back. Like, closing off. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> all their shit. Like, there's some shit I gotta go back for. Right? I I'd have to pack a bag. I like, can't I just leave run. my shit. Yeah. But, so she decides, oh, there's this huge, like, three-story mansion. I'm gonna go ahead and renovate it myself and sell it for a profit. Uh, girl, you are not Joanna Gaines. Even Joanna has chips. She don't do that by herself. And this is, like, a huge and gothic mansion huge from, like, 1800, okay? So that was interesting. Like historical society renovations, okay? <laughs> and so Dane is like a grandson. Yeah, he's a grandson of one of the groundkeepers. Yes. Much. And he, she finds out when she gets there, he's been keeping it up this whole time. Her dad's still paying him mm-hmm. to keep up this house. that She didn't even know her dad owned. And he's sexy. And, okay. Okay, well, I'm about to share a secret with you guys. It's so embarrassing. So, when I read a book... I cast the movie in my head. Totally. And that is who I picture, like, throughout the book. Yeah. And it kind of, like, varies. Like, if I'm having, like, a, you know, like, I'm, like, a crush on someone at the time, like, or maybe if I've seen something recently. And then, like, this book, Riley wasn't, like, overly descriptive of these characters. Which was great. It was great. Because it literally, if it does become a movie... It's open. It's, it's open, open because something that really bothers me is like when they yes, cast when it's people. not directly. Oh, uh, tell us one. We won't oh, go there. But um, just when they, the that's when, just yeah, the when they cast the wrong person, it it really ruins it. Bothers me. It ruins the entire. I mean, this is experience. so open. So she wasn't. Or excuse me, he was not descriptive about Dane. But who did you picture? See, I don't know. I didn't really. She describes him as. Maggie describes him as like a forty something, early forties, early forties, late thirties, little she, bit of he, gray. He says he says forties, and he goes back and tries to say like thirty. So he's young looking. Yeah, in a from what I gather, a hot bod, a hot bod way, like a bad boy, like band t- old band t shirt type, yes, type of way. Oh, oh Ooh, yeah, like so works with his hands. Lady. I pictured Jensen Ackles. Ooh, also known as Dean one. Winchester. That is, I would say that's good uh, one. Yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, and I didn't even think Dane. about his name being so close Dane. to Dean. So Dane really does get the short end of the stick. This poor dude. You, like, find out he's, like, an ex-con for something like a bar fight. But, you know, the townspeople yeah. are, like, But, okay, before that, like, she, she hires them to help out in the yes. house. Yes. And they, you know, they start to become, like, friends maybe a little more. Yes, because you know? I literally, I wanted her to. Yeah, but yeah. I was, yeah. I was ready for it. Okay. I was like, man, yeah. this will And there you. was an opening. Like, there I'll was bait, an opening. I'll bait. She was it naked. It was early in the book. It was too early for that type of behavior. But there's people that have done worse early. So, like, she turns him down, yeah. you know, and then she, like, needs his help. But she's, like, at the end, because he doesn't tell her that he's an ex-con until she finds out from somebody else, all of a sudden he's lied to her. Right. Like, her parents have for her whole life. And, and there's some like, more that happens. Yeah, there's some more that happens. We'll get to He it. really like, does get like, the short end of the she's, stick in this Like, book. she shuts him out, and then she, like, 
Okay, we'll just say it because you gotta know. So she shuts him out and then she like accuses him no, of, doing, tell him that of doing something he go. didn't do. There you go. And so like something he, really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so like he tries to get closer to her to explain it, she freaks yeah. out and goes to the extreme right. and like reaches for a knife. So, and like, total wrong yeah, person. And like. Total wrong. So like he starts chasing her around the house because naturally she's running and he wants to explain and then like she goes into this dark room and leaps over this black hole in the floor, and he falls through it and hurts himself. And she just fucking like, like he falls through a floor of like like a store, like a store of the house, and leaves. she's like, "Well, I don't know. He might be dead." Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't even know if he did anything. I just maybe <laughs> suspect. Right? You know? she, yeah, she was fucked up. And like, just like this poor dude, and like it just touches on an so end. But she goes alert. to talk. To they him do him not end up together. No, don't end Thank up God. Together. They poor deserve dude. so much better do. than that shit. He knew it. At the end, <laughs> he knew it because she came to apologize, and, and he, he was like, like, and just shut the yeah, door. Yeah, I don't face. even. He said, yeah, he shuts the door, and I'm like, damn. Woo! Okay. <laughs> so that, that's that, the scene that stuck that with you stuck the most. That stuck with me the most was Dave. <laughs> this poor, poor Poor dude. Man. Poor dude. Oh, I'm gonna, I mean, the scene that stuck with me the most is most definitely those freaking snakes, snakes yeah. because I don't like snakes. And the way that Riley describes their movements, it's like. And their coloring. And their coloring. And black is just so sinister with a red with belly. Red, yeah. Oh my! No! No! They've no! Already, no! No! You've already touched on several times that the 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 berries that are on the land the just resemble berries. blood. Yeah, yeah, they just resemble blood, and it all looks like a hill of blood. Like he says it so many times to get the blood yeah. across. The name of the house is Baneberry Manor. Yeah. And Baneberries are poisonous. Mm-hmm. And I looked them up the way yeah, they look. Yeah, I did too. Um, they even like describe the hills being like looking like they're covered in blood because these berries, the berries are red. Falling and soaking into the ground. So that yeah. was pretty sinister mm-hmm. as well, like the use of color. Um, but that was the scene. I mean, when that dude. Oh, and by the way, I pictured the dad as Ben Affleck. <laughs> I mean, he can never go wrong with Ben Affleck. So I'm watching Ben Affleck drink this coffee and this fucking snake, and I'm like, no, put it down, Ben, put it down. And like, I didn't even see it coming. Though. No. Nowhere. In the coffee. Yeah. In the coffee cup. And you didn't even hear a drip. It's just like since coffee. <laughs> that scene. Oof. If it if this does get turned into a movie, I will probably have to go to the bathroom on that part. I don't know that I can watch it. No. You can do I that. just don't like snakes. I'm, subject- I'm not like a phobic of snakes. I just like don't like them. I right. don't want to be around them. I don't want them falling from my ceiling. <laughs> or I don't think anybody wants them falling into my drink. Like right now I'm drinking out of a can because I don't want a fucking snake to fall in it. Put your eyeball in it. Like really? Is there really no snake right. here? Right. I'm drinking a white claw so I can clearly see the bottom of this. <laughs> But yeah, alright. That was my scene that stuck with me the most. What did we think of the writing and are there any standout sentences? <sighs> Let me just open up my book, guys. I have a lot of notes. No standout sentences. Um, <coughs> I love the writing. Like, it was very descriptive. I love... I did love the writing. Yes. But yeah, I had no standout sentences either. But some of the vocabulary... Like what? I really loved. Like, there was three words that stuck out to me. Like, don't. (laughs) I don't know if these pronunciations are correct. Oh, God. What is it? (laughs) So don't. Don't make fun of me, guys, okay? We're going to get so many emails from our four listeners. (laughs) These are new words that I have learned. When I've learned a new word. From this book? Yeah, from this book. So, pernicious. 
It's on page 12. It's talking about a pernicious cold. Page 12, it's like the I'm second. literally turning to page 12. Yeah, it's like the second or third paragraph. It's over to the right-hand side. So what does that mean? Let's look it up, because I don't know. <laughs> I So I kind of look at context clues when I do this. I never really looked it up. I do that, up. too. I didn't want to look it up until we got here, because I didn't want to know. Oh, like, okay. I didn't want to pernicious. P-E-R. Oh, here we go. Pernicious. Yes. Having a harmful effect, especially in a gradual or subtle way. Okay. That is from Google. Okay. So I, I kind of think it was like annoying because the way it was. So like pernicious cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he said it was something like it spread like a pernicious cold. Similar to the Rona. Mm, pernicious. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. What so other word did you the learn? The second one is... Verizamilditude? I don't know. I completely don't know if I'm saying Do not remember reading any of these. This was page 99. (laughs) So it's V-E-R-I-S-I-M-I-L. Oh my god, it came right up. The appearance of being true or real. Oh. I like that one. I like that one. (laughs) And then Vertiginous Oh, my God. Page 121. All right, Riley. You went to college. Like, we get it. <laughs> V-E-R. T-I-G. Vertiginous. Causing vertigo, especially by being extremely high or steep. Example, vertiginous drops to the valleys below. Oh. Is this when Dane falls through the ceiling? Is that when that word's used? Oh, I don't remember. Call? I just know it was page 121. Let's see. Let's see. Because it was page <laughs> 121. I wrote down the pages for you guys. See? So look it I up. I like vocabulary. I just like learning new words. I've always looked for, every time I wrote papers or anything in high school, I always looked for synonyms because I hated using the same word over and over. It's just That's smart. It's a mine. I try to do that when, like, writing formally, you know. It just gives it a little more. Oh. Using, like, a thesaurus. Yeah. So, let's see. Sorry, guys. I'm looking for it. There it is. It says it was taken at a vertiginous angle from the oh. windows. Okay. Oh, the pictures. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's right. The pictures now down there. Yeah. So, my thoughts on the writing, mm-hmm. not like a critique of the writing, but right. these are things um, that stood out to me. And Lacey can tell you I have many little post-its sticking out of my book. She does. I've all got right. notes all over my page. First one was right after she, I think it's like the first chapter of her dad's book. And the little girl's like, oh, I see Mr. Shadow. And, you know, uh, what did she call the lady? Miss Pennyface. Oh, uh, Miss Penny. So I'm like, um, this is 100% why I do not have kids. Um, they see <laughs> shit and then have conversations. Like, but, and so, and Mr. Shadow was introduced so fast, you automatically thought he was the villain from the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beginning. That's a good point. That is a very good point. The way he is introduced, so that was really cool about the writing, is they kind of introduced it's they a introduced, ghost. He introduced Doubt from the very yes. beginning. Um, so, once they move into this house, they find out. They even, okay, here's another thing. And while we're on this subject about the writing, um, the parents are looking at the house, right? Mm-hmm. It's like an old fixer-upper, um, 
But the price, they say, is like... It's so cheap. Super cheap for like a house of this size and this like stature. With all furniture. And so they're like, huh. The realtor straight up said, oh, and before the realtor walks in the house, she makes the sign of the cross. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I've seen too much TV. Maybe it's because I'm a chicken. But I listen to fucking red flags. And if I'm looking at buying a house. And this broad is I'm making my head. the sign of the yeah, cross. I'm going to be like, mm, you know what? I've seen enough. I'm good. I'll I, still look because no. I'm naturally curious. But <laughs> So they're walking through this house. And she, they're like, what's the catch? And she's like, listen, I'm just going to be up front. The last people that lived here, husband, wife, daughter, dad kills the daughter, kills himself. And they're like, you know what? We'll take it. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> There's some, if you don't believe in ghosts, you got to at least believe in bad juju because that house is full of bad juju. Okay, so they walk in and the chandeliers off and then they walk around and come back and the chandeliers on. on. Oh, it must be bad. That doesn't make you question it. Yeah, they just thought it had bad wiring, Mm -hmm. but they didn't ask the realtor. Mm -hmm. The realtor, I felt, was kind of shady. She was shady. She was super shady. She was super shady. And I'm like, like, I'm not sure I would have, like, bought anything from her. Here's the next red Because they had to keep pulling stuff out of her. As they're walking through the house, they notice all this antique furniture. Um, comes with the house. That it comes with the house. And the wife, so Maggie's mom, who, she, it said like her dad was into antiquing or something. No, her mom was into antiquing. So she knew yeah. that this was like valuable yeah, shit. Yeah, like good stuff. That not only the people that lived there before them left, but the original owners from the 1800s. 1800s. Yeah. And maybe this is like... Like bringing this shit over on the organ yeah. trail. <laughs> maybe this is like an old person thing. But like, if I buy a house and there's already I some shit in it, I'm having a bonfire. I'm not keeping... Well, okay, it depends. It depends. No. There's I, I nothing like they could leave. But I, like I would want. Antiques, but I wouldn't sleep in their damn bed. It's a 100% curse. It has to be. Why I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep in the bed. See, I wouldn't have kept the armoire. Oh, my God. The armoire. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, my Slug, God. Slubber. Slubber. <laughs> and the, you know what? The armoire, like, uh, have you, did that not remind you of The Conjuring? Yeah. Okay. It's like carved, like, with, like, angels and yes. babies and, like, out of, And like, in The Conjuring, the little girl's, like, sleepwalking and she always, like, Runs into the wardrobe, like, and they're playing hide and seek out of the wardrobe. And then that part where yeah. the witch is on top and yeah. jumps down. Yeah. Oh my god, I almost went into cardiac arrest in that movie. But yeah, so uh, conjuring vibes in this book for sure. Totally. So the realtors like showing them, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll take it," because the mom, her like dad died and left her some money, so they basically used all that money to buy this house. Yeah. Because the dad, aka Ben Affleck, was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." He's like, I want this house because yeah. I'm going to make this into a book. Because he was like a writer. Well, well like he a free, like he magazine. Didn't, he didn't buy this house with the intention of writing a book about it. Though so it's what says. happens. It's what happens. Do you believe that then? Then I feel shady. He is shady. <laughs> no. Then I feel like it's in no way associated they, with this with book. what they think Maggie does is why he writes this book. But I'm 100% not using furniture that was left in. Okay, maybe maybe buying not an antique. Bad. Maybe I've seen too many episodes of Supernatural where they buy this cursed shit, yeah, yeah. and then Sam and Dean Winchester got to come bless it or say, you know, put save salt you, around put it. salt around it. I'm just not interested <laughs> in antiques. I will go to IKEA where everything is curse free. It says that it's on the package. 
Maybe they should put that on the package. Curse free. So, um, yeah, I had some issues with all. But then, you know, if they paid attention to those red flags, um, we wouldn't be here, no. here talking about that book. So, at all. Yeah, but I, I liked the writing. I did. I'm not yeah. like a writer. I don't think I'm in a place to like critique writing. Me um, either. There was but, even some But it things. wasn't awful. Like, I didn't... No, it was good. It. It's good. Yeah, it was great. There was even some, like, I thought I found a plot hole, and I went back, and I was like, no, I just misunderstood. Uh, me there too. are no plot like, holes. Like, okay, so the, 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 the good thing about Riley's writing is that he he drops hints mm-hmm. to make you think you figured out the story. But you have not. But you haven't even Because I'm like, oh, I'm anything. about to bust this case wide open. Like, okay, so for instance, when the letters for... The original owner was daughter. daughter, Indigo. Her love letters with an artist guy that painted her. They wanted to get married, and the dad was like, absolutely not. Right. You are not marrying an artist right. guy. And but, so there are these like correspondence letters yeah. that they found in the floorboard. Yeah. And one of the letters is dated, it's like July 9th or 6th. But anyway, they say like six or nine days later. That they're going to elope, which would be July 15th, which is when they fled the, the house. They in the fled book. the house and the father comes and back every year to visit. Previous family. That's the day that yeah. the dad killed the daughter yeah. and himself. Yeah. So when that pops up, I'm like, oh, this must have some correlation. Nay. <laughs> it kind of May. does. Not really. But we don't really get a she, clear see, answer. But she kills herself. Okay. Let's. <laughs> Let's talk about we'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm trying to like, should we talk about it now? I think we're just going to have to talk about it now. Let's just talk about it now. We'll get back to the question. So, while the, in, the, in the book, within the book, right. the dad is like trying to figure out what's going on because his daughter's seeing all this weird shit. And this weird shit, like he keeps getting like woken up at 4.54 a.m. by this loud thud. <laughs> Like on the floor above them, like something dropping. He's like, and then the fuck? sound of music. This, oh, I can never hear that song. At again. It's that sixteen going on seventeen. I, and I heard it clear as day every time. Yes. I, did it, I was like, oh, and I'm so never like, there's this, this record song. player in his study on the third floor that keeps like playing. That will go off randomly. Um, so he's trying to figure out what's going on. You know, he tries to talk to like the woman whose family lived there before with the dad that killed the daughter and himself. He finds all these things. He's discovered that every person that's lived there, the daughter has died when she's there with the father. It was even like a bread and breakfast at some point. Yeah. And yeah. two guests of men that were there with their daughters, the daughters yeah. died and when they were even, there with their father. There, there was, was like even, a car wreck. Yeah, there was a car wreck with, with a, a dad driving yes. his daughter and so drowning. And, he thinks it's like the original owner, Garson. Yeah. William Garson. Yeah, it's William Garson. He and his daughter and Indigo. his daughter Indigo, because when they first bought the house, there's this like painting when you first walk in of William, and then on the one other side, side is of the fireplace Indigo. is Indigo. So from the beginning, I got I'm like, oh wow, is this like incest, vibes? right? Because right, That's why you I paint your too. daughter on the other side and not like your one? Yeah. So early on, he discovers that um, Indigo. It never even touched on the life, by the way. It never touched on the life. She, like, kills herself, and then they find these letters, and he's like, oh, well, she killed herself because her dad wouldn't let her marry this artist, mm-hmm. who was the same artist that painted these paintings in the house, right away. Because he also says that, like, he painted her with such, like, beauty. She's so beautiful. But and the he, dad was so ugly. Yeah, like, you could sense the, yeah. the hatred because he wouldn't let him get married. So she, like, kills herself with baneberries. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so 
she kills herself. Um, I don't really remember what happened to the dad after that, but this is what, like, the... It, I don't think it's that. Yeah, I don't think I don't it's that. What happened to William? But this is what the dad discovers, so he's like, shit, this is what's going on. The ghost of William made the previous people, Curtis and Katie, he made him kill his daughter because he was found, the dad was found with a bag over his head and a belt oh. tied around his neck, like, which is can't do that to not how most people kill themselves. No. No. And um, they hear this, so that like, was suspicious. Yeah, they hear this like tap, tap, tapping yes. every night walking and it turns out to be William Garrison's walking stick or so they yeah, think. Yeah, so they think. Um, and he also smothered, he smothered Katie so he's like, well, this is the gist. The ghost of William makes the dad kill their daughter and then kill yourself because that's like, you know, his daughter killed herself or whatever. So then as time goes on, you figure out Indigo is actually is Miss Penny haunting. Face. Yeah. And, and she's doing the haunting. She's a mean old bitch. She's pissed off at she her is daddy. pissed off. Going after these little kids, these little girls, and the 16 going on 17, because every girl that had died had been under the age of, like, 16. 16. Yeah. And then another layer of this book is the babysitter, Petra, is missing all throughout. has been missing for 25 years. So it's and like she's 16. Heavily rumored that the dad had had an affair with her. He was involved in her disappearance. Um, you know... She disappeared the same night that they did. But he talks about her in this book. He talks about her in the book. So she's like, Maggie's like, there's no way my dad had anything to do with this. Because he wouldn't write a book about about his own crime. So they think maybe something with the house. Um, So time goes on. You find out Indigo is actually a little bizatch. She's the one doing all the shit. The Mr. Shadow is actually... The ghost of Curtis, the people that lived there right before the Holtz did. Or so they think. But actually, later on, Mr. Shadow oh, yeah, yeah, turned yeah, out yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. It's so a Curtis is actually, his ghost is actually trying, and this was in the book within the book. I know it's confusing. It's Stay so with confusing, us. but we'll get there. But he's trying to actually help them, and he's like communicating with these dead with By these the bells. Because there's yeah. these bells, because it's like a huge house. It used to be in bed and breakfast, so you could like ring your bell. But he, he started out with a Ouija he board. He started out with a Ouija board, it which, by the way. It worked, but it wasn't enough. I have some notes on the Ouija board, yeah. because that thing was made of wood, and the planchette was ivory. Yeah. How much is that shit worth? A lot. And his wife is like throwing that in the trash. And, and, and I'm like oatmeal on it. Putting oatmeal on top so, of it. So while she while she gets there, first he uses this Ouija board. It works, but it's not big enough. It's not and they just enough. think it's like here's my problem with Ouija boards. You put your fingers on it, right? You know someone's playing a prank on you. And that's what they have. What's what happened? That's his what wife, happens. His wife used she first. thinks he did it. He thinks she did it. Yeah. I'll be more impressed. With a Ouija board, when that shit moves by itself. Right. Exactly. I, which, exactly. have you seen that in Paranormal Activity? Yeah, it was alright. But it moved by itself. But it moved by itself. That is terrifying That's, that's the terrifying me. part, right. I want to see it move no fingers on right. it. And then I will believe it. So, so at first he uses the Ouija uh-huh. board. And then he goes Then he goes to, to the paint. bell system. Right. And there's 24 letters. bells. Uh-huh. He paints letters. And he's like, control. oh shit, there's 26 letters in the alphabet. Yeah. So he, he, he combines X, Y, Z on the last one. Which anyway, at first I was like. So so picture Stranger Things wall. Yes. Right? Except but with bells. With bells. <laughs> So Curtis is like, listen, you need to get out of here. Um, he, it's that his like, sentences careful, are much simpler. Careful, yeah, careful. I didn't kill my daughter. Yeah. I'm not who you need to be worried about. There's somebody else here. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. So he, he's She's definitely communicating. Die. 
Like, she's hearing this the entire time as Mr. Uh-huh. Shadow's coming out. You're going to die in this house. Yes. And the little girl kept saying to her parents, like, I don't want to sleep in my room. That's like Mr. Shadow comes out of my wardrobe. Um, what the fuck? I wouldn't slip on the... I, I wouldn't have been in that room first off. Comes out of her room. wardrobe whispering to her. Every and like, night. this is... I Like, every night. Has your kid ever done this to you? No. He's never said some weird shit like no. that? No. Okay, because I worked with a girl. And she said that one time... Actually, I think it was more than once. She, like, got up to get some water or something. And she heard, like, her daughter whispering... This is the middle of the night. Shit. So she like kind of tiptoes down the hallway. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. And she like kind of peeks in and she said her daughter is like, you know, facing the headboard. So away from the door and she's laying on her stomach with her hands like under her face, like sitting up, Talking. looking at something that's not that my friend couldn't see having a full on conversation. Emma, no. Hell, you got to throw the whole kid away at that point. (laughs) No. You got to burn the house down. What? No. If your kid is having conversations with things that are not there, you need to leave. I wouldn't have even been in that room. So the carver's daughter, he supposedly killed his daughter in the room that Maggie stays in. That she says that this man comes out of her armoire. And listen, listen. They have a fucking mansion. The armoire that was why? there when they moved in. Why is this? No. Why is no. your daughter? Why is no. your precious little princess girl? And then the mom's like, we don't want her to like, get used to sleeping with She's us. She's only allowed one night to come, come. sleep with us. Oh my. Like, you need to listen to your kids because they, sh- they see shit that we oh. don't see. Yeah. She saw all three of them. So she says that this man's coming out. She's talking about Miss Pennyface. Well, you find out that... She sees a picture, like her dad's doing research, and she sees the picture of the family that lived there before, the Curtis that's trying to help the dad. She's like, that's Mr. Shadow. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, daughter. that little girl is the little girl that I've been playing with, because like several times the dad had walked in on her playing mm-hmm. with no one there, and she's like, no, you can't play with my toys. Yeah, you can't touch You them. have They're to bring your own toys. I'm like, oh, what a sassy little bitch. She's a sick kid. Yeah, she's the only child. Yeah, that is 100% true. They don't know how to share. They do not know how to share. So, um, yeah, how did we get off on that tangent? Um, What were we? Because of the question about the writing. Oh, okay. It was good writing. It was. It was great. We kind of let you guys know about the ghost, which you've already read it, so Mm -hmm. you know. Um. So there's the there's the gist of that. Yeah, that's the we'll gist of that. We'll get to the other endings. <laughs> and I said endings. <laughs> so would you want to read another book by this author? Absolutely. I I've, I've never read anything else by his, and I definitely want to now. I, my first one was Final Girls. Was that the one they adapted I into a movie? I think that. I don't think they've made any of his books into a movie yet. I don't know, because I saw a movie called Final Girls, but maybe it was two separate what? things. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. I'm pretty sure that was his debut as Riley. Sager. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the first book. It was really good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I also liked Lock Every Door-ish. There's one other book of his. I'm looking at my book. Uh, the Last Time I Lied. I have not read that one, but I've heard it's really good. I think this one has the best reviews on Goodreads. Though. It was in the front, too. Final Girls, The Last Time I Lied. Lock Every yeah, Door. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the first like horror-ish. I, I feel like his other books are more, I probably already said this, yeah, I feel like thriller. they're more thriller. Yeah. So that was fun to read. Um, did reading the book impact your mood? Yes. I mean, it made me like, 
I asked my husband, was I was like, can you all, come to bed? I'm it, kind of scared. Yeah, it was all over the place. Like, I was scared. I was anxious. I was angry yeah, at I was some anxious. of the endings. Oh, I was super angry at that ending. Oh. So, yeah, I did have some, but uh, scared. It was a good scared. It was, it was like, a good oh, scare. my God. It was a good scare. Yeah. Like, I don't get scared. Like, I didn't jump or anything, but it got me thinking. I was like, oh. Right. Like, oh, shit. All of a sudden, you start, like, hearing shit. Yeah, I'm like, like, the creaking. I'm like, is that the creaking? Or is that the (laughs) tapping? Or? Thank God I don't have a wardrobe. I'd be boarding that bitch up, too. Uh, Yeah. No mirrors, nothing. I'd be like, nay. I wouldn't. Hand-carved bed. I'm out. I was at my dad's (laughs) house last night, and um, everyone was, like, outside, and I went in to, like, change out of my swimsuit. And it was dark in there, and I'm like, oh my god, what if Mr. Shadow has penny faces in this bitch? Oh Did god. you think of Mr. Shadow kind of as, like, Slender Man? Yes. Yes. I thought okay. of him, I saw this meme where kind of, like, dark eyes and, like, really pale skin mm-hmm. and, like, dark hair kind of, like, yeah. crawling like, around. Like, tall you. and lanky yeah. dark. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Shadow, that's a super sinister name. Right. And penny face. I didn't get that at first I until I saw a meme on Instagram about it. And I was like, oh, shit, like the coins when you I knew, die. Yeah, I knew the coins because they held the eyelids down when you die. I learned that a long time ago. It was back in the day, you know, when they barely had anything in the morgues to preserve all these bodies. But I didn't I didn't get that. The connection of why right, she was calling right. that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's our producer. Our producer's coming in. Yeah. Steven. <laughs> Hello. It's going good. So fact checking you bitches now. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, and by the way, one of my favorite podcasts, my favorite murder has a Stephen. We're not copying them. That is literally the name of my husband. His name is Stephen. We make him do a lot of shit. He loves fact checking things on the internet. So we'll be like, Stephen, look that up. We usually don't even have to say look it up. Just look it up. You missed it. We had to like look up two definitions of words. Yeah, three actually. That would have been perfect for you. I blew it. You blew it. It's all right. It's all right. The game's man. I get it. You can probably, like, let them out. Oh, it's freaking out. What about? Just don't look at them, Lacey. Oh, I'm sorry. So those, are, right, those are my we're dogs. Let, we're letting my boyfriends out. The, the official mascots of Two Bookworms, one podcast. We won't say their names no, because they will go crazy. But All animals love me and they freak out <laughs> every time I come. All right. Now, so what surprised you most about the book? It was multiple endings. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, so it ends in the book within the book, her father's book. It ends with them being chased out of this house by Indigo because they figure out that she's the one, you know. And it's like dramatic. Like, very dramatic. Maggie, as a five year old, is being drugged across across the ceiling. And like the dad. You're like, holy shit. Like poltergeist stuff. Yes. And like the dad's like taking pictures of himself to follow this ghost. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that. That would be so awesome in a movie. Yes. He said, How will I? He like asked Curtis on the bell, How will I know she's here? And he said, The camera, because he had found some pictures of Curtis. And he's like, Why is he taking these like weird ass Polaroid selfies? Because it was only like an eyeball and like half a face. Because then you could see this bitch who is Miss Pennyface. In the corner of the room with the little coins on, and you're like, oh my god. And he would describe like this insane like warmth when he knew yeah, she like was heat, in the room. Like, like actual heat. heat. Like the mom would be holding Maggie and all of a sudden she'd like fly out of her arms into the ceiling and you're or, like, like drug into the armoire yeah. and he has <laughs> yes. to like dive in yes. between his doors. Oh closing. my god. Oh yeah. Yes. That yeah. was 
Yeah. It was crazy. So that's how the book ends. And then, that, yeah. you know, he becomes like nonfiction Stephen King and becomes famous. And because they're, they're on all these TV shows telling people this is really what happened yeah. to us. This is it's why we left this house. All it's police true. Reports match, you know. Yeah, they made police reports. Um, but still, remember, her parents won't tell her. Or and she remembers truth. nothing. And right. she grows up hating this book mm-hmm. because it makes her an outcast. It makes her an outcast. People like want to get close to her because they she's like dude I don't like it's not true she comes into the beginning of the book saying I know that the book is a lie I've inherited this house I want to go to the house because I know my dad was a liar I love my dad but he was a liar and I want to go see what really he, happened and he wouldn't even tell her on his death they bed. would like, not he died. all he said was it's not safe there for you and do I'm not sorry. go back so then she tries to confront her mother and they're divorced and the mom's like I- I've told you like she's so no nonsense she's like I've told you like, what's happened? I'm not getting into this. No. And you. she, like, won't come to the house Mm-mm. or anything. She, like, goes to Capri with her new husband. Yeah. She's like, bye, bitch. I'm going on vacation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of liked her for that. Like, that was pretty balling. But she wasn't there when her daughter needed her, though. She was kind of cold. And she kind of, yeah, I think, I kind of felt like maybe she was closer to her dad growing up. Yeah. Because her mom was just kind of like. I think the whole thing just, like, shut each of them out. Yes. So that's what happens in the book within the book. But the end, the, like. Her dad writes her a letter and says, you know, that all of this wasn't real, that, you know. We had whole, to do this the whole because reason they left, you killed the babysitter. You killed Petra. Like, we come home. That's where this missing girl has been. Yeah. In the roof. Because For when Dane, years. poor fucking Dane, is there trying to help her renovate this house and, like, touches the ceiling and these bones fall out of it. And they're like, oh, shit, that's probably that missing girl. So yeah, everyone like thinks her dad killed this chick. Yeah, Maggie knew the whole time. She's like, it's Petra. It's yep. Petra, Petra, Petra. And everybody's like, oh, how do you know? She's like, I just know. It's Petra. <laughs> so he, in this letter, at the end, he's telling Maggie, he's like, the reason I made this whole story up and kept the house is to protect you. Yeah. Because we came home from our date. What well, date? They were they were screwing, they were screwing at the house. <laughs> <street, okay? laughs> Listen, you do. But I'm sure desperate times, desperate measures, cost desperate measures. And if you got to go pay fifty bucks to bone your wife, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. I so, mean, so they come home and walk in, and, and the babysitter is dead on the floor in front of the stairs. And Maggie's sitting at the top with a scratch on her face, and she's like, "I didn't do it, Mister Sean. It was Miss Pennyface, didn't it? It was Miss Pennyface." And you're like, "Uh, so I mean, obviously." That's the that's what they're telling her has happened. Like you did it, but I'm gonna like ask some questions. How come my five year old push exactly. the sixteen year old babysitter down right, the stairs? Like what happened? And then another thing that comes out is Dane was a teenager because he was the grandson of the original caretaker. He and Petra were seeing one another right when she disappeared. And Petra was sneaking out at night and telling her sister, "Well, it's just my boyfriend or something." Which makes them think it's the dad because no one knew that Dane was even there until right. like someone sees it in a picture and they're like, "Oh shit, that's Until Maggie saw it. Until Maggie saw it. And this so, is why they're running around the house and he's chasing her. Yes, and he falls realized. through the roof because she's like, "Oh my god, you you've killed Petra and put her in the roof." And he's like, "Bro, let me explain." Like it wasn't like a serious thing and then he falls through a story and she leaves his ass there and he didn't even do it in the dad's letter. They think Maggie did it. So it's like, bitch, you just let this dude, like, probably die. And yeah. because of you. And so she reads the letter. And she's like, oh, shit. I killed her. Yeah. So then she goes back to the house. And Curtis's wife. So this is the wife of the man who smothered his daughter and killed himself. 
she has been in this town this whole time. Ever since this tragedy happened, she's been in the town. She owns a bakery. She wears these, like, retro glasses. Like, real small circles. Real small circles. So, she had already gone to see her, because it's, like, the only place to get coffee in this town. So, she had already gone to see her. So, she goes back, and she's like, hey, I want to talk to you. So, she talks to her, and she's like, did you, like, notice anything weird going on in the house? And she's like, no, nothing. Like, there's no, like, ghost or anything. Just my husband killed my daughter. Like, that's... That's what's it. Oh, look. I put dumb on the part where the bells are spelling out. I put dumb. <laughs> so maybe that's what I didn't like about the writing. Um, so, oh, and then it says, now I realize he was trying to help, not harm. So after she reads this letter, actually before she reads the letter, Marta is the, is the previous owner. She comes and brings her a pie, remember? Because she goes, the oh, cherry pie. she said sometimes okay, I... Okay, so look. Look what I wrote. Look what <laughs> I, I knew, wrote. I knew. I did too. I knew. Okay, so remember we told you guys... What does my note say? Exactly. It says cherry so, pie. So remember mm-hmm. we, we told you guys that the Bainberries were red and they were mm-hmm. Well, this lady, mm-hmm. this lady that lived there before... that Brings her a cherry pie. A cherry who doesn't pie. ever want to come back to this house, but makes, suddenly shows up at this house. Here, I have and, a pie left over from and the makes, bakery. It makes it known that she usually brings her friends leftover mm-hmm. pie. And Maggie's like, we're friends? Yeah. Like, when did we become so friends? So Maggie's like, maybe we can both heal. And blah, 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 blah. So when her mother brings her this letter from her father, they both have a piece of pie. No, her, the mom her, doesn't. Her, uh, right. She doesn't her, eat The hers. mother is, like, so upset by having to talk mm-hmm. about all of this that she doesn't eat the pie. So Maggie's the only one that eats this mm-hmm. tainted cherry pie. And it, like, doesn't even register that it doesn't taste like cherries. I'm pretty sure that I would know that. I think so too. Not to mention, I, I looked up the bean berries. Right? They do They're not small. look like cherries. They're small. They're uh, like teeny. So she eats this. So after she reads the letter, she goes up to her bed in the same fucking house. Oh shit, we left out the armor. We part. left out a big okay. part. Oh my god. Okay. Back up. So, so <laughs> she's talking, Petra's sister and mother still, because like Dane's grandfather was the caretaker. But Petra and Hannah's mother was also like a, a like a maid. So they live close to the property as well. So she's been visiting with Hannah, whose sister is Petra, who is missing. Who's the babysitter. Who's the, who was the babysitter. That quote-unquote had an affair with the father but didn't. She finds out that Hannah's like, oh, yeah, there's this, like, she because she has keys to the house because they've been paid to keep it clean as well. And come to find and out she's Hannah's like, been stealing. Yes, and because stealing stuff. that's what Marta comes right. to tell her when she brings the pie. She's like, um, hey, I see that you've been selling all these, um, like, our shit and the antiques online. And, and you're making some cool. good money. And Maggie's like, no, I'm not. So she's like, but I know who is. Because she noticed a letter opener that was, like, there one minute and then gone the next. And that is, it's like a silver letter opener. And it's for sale. Like, hand grade. Yes. So she goes straight to Hannah. And she, because the mom now has, like, Alzheimer's and needs, like, special care. And she's like, I know you're the one selling this shit. And she's like, yeah, I am. Like, she didn't even try to deny it. She was like, like totally. I totally am. I have to pay for my mom's care. And, you know, I feel like y'all fucked up my family. This is the so. gold mine in my exactly. backyard. Left empty. And she goes, I want your keys. And so she hands her the keys. And she's like, by the way, just so you know, ever since you've been there, I don't know how to use them. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, there's a secret passage in your house. And she's like, what are you talking about? So she tells her, and it's like this doorway, not really a door. It's hidden behind it's, all this ivy yeah. that goes into this weird hallway. And guess what it comes out of? Her fucking armor. 
the armoire where Mr. Shadow comes from. Okay. Like, directly into her room. Like, you go in this door, go up, like, 10,000 stairs, and you're in her room. So, automatically, at that moment, look at my post-it when it says that. WTF. Yeah. I'm like, okay, were these ghosts, or was this a person coming into her room Was this a pedo? Because there's a passageway. Right. I'm so, okay, so I totally thought Mr. Shadow was a pedo. I did too. I wondered. I wondered. So after she eats the pie, she goes into her bed, and guess who comes out the armoire? Miss Pennyface. Who is Marta, the wife of Curtis, who killed himself and their daughter? She's been the one coming in her fucking room this whole book. The whole, and she calls her Pennyface because she wears those retro glasses, and, and the that moon nice. reflects off of them. Yeah, it's at night. So the moon reflects, and she thinks it's a coin. And it's she tells her, don't freak out. It's not what you think. You look I, so much like my you daughter. You look like my daughter, and I wanted to watch you sleep. So rewind to when Petra dies in the stairs. It's not because Maggie pushed her. It's Miss because Petra walks, goes to check on Maggie, whom she's being paid to babysit. And sees this woman standing there. And she's like, shit, I'm calling the cops. She's like, no, no. It's not what she thinks. Let me explain. She's like, you can tell the cops. And Miss Pennyface, a.k.a. Martha, pushes this hoe down the stairs. And that's how Petra died. And then. So her parents come in. And Miss Pennyface is gone, right? gone. She's she back, went back through the armor. Yeah. Like, so her parents come in. And Maggie's standing on the stairs. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It's Pennyface. So that's, quote, unquote, the second ending. Yes. And. So she comes in because Maggie's eating this pie, and she's like, yeah, I've poisoned you yeah. with baneberries because I knew you'd figure out the truth and, you know, that I'm really the one that killed Petra. So this fight ensues mm-hmm. between a poisoned Maggie, half moving. Yeah, who gets pushed down the stairs, and then she looks up, and old Petra's mom, Elsa, who has Alzheimer's, has pushed Miss Pennyface down the stairs. So she's killed... Miss Pennyface, mm-hmm. like Miss Pennyface, killed her daughter. Mm-hmm. And then the cops just, like, believe it. Like, they believe this woman who they know has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Because she had, like, a moment of clarity, and they believe, like, what Maggie's saying, which was cool and all, but, like, there's no way that would fly like, in real Dane, life. Dane was already in questioning. Yeah, Dane was already being questioned after did. falling through the ceiling. Oh, and the reason Petra's body, so when the parents got home and saw Petra, and they thought their five-year-old killed the babysitter. They're like, well, shit, I guess we better hide her body. So they stuff her in a bag. And put her in, like, some loose floorboards. Yeah, they put her in the hole. Upstairs. They put her in the hole that the snakes fell from. And yeah. then they patch it and up. And then they patch it up because it was, like, already being repaired. And it's like, because the mom even said, she's like, we should just call the cops. And the dad's like, no, this will follow her. Like, this will mess up her life. So da, instead, da, da. he decides to write so a book that follows he, her anyway. He writes a book to cover up the fact that he hit a body. So also at the end, in real life, the mom comes forward and said, yes, we did hide her body. So she's like, remember, she was like, going to yeah. be sentenced for that. Like, yeah. She's like, no, I deserve that time because I did do Yeah, it. she's like, it was right to protect my daughter, but it yeah. was also wrong to hide this body because his family worried for 25 years. Yes. And then it ends with Maggie writing the true story. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, now that y'all know the whole story, but I, I was go on. like, all of those roller coaster emotions. Like, so you think it's being haunted, and you're like, oh my that god, okay, they're running. And is then, what like, hurt me so bad. Yeah. Is because I'm like, this is such a good ghost story, yes, and then it's like, they, he's none of it is yeah, true. None of it's true. Another question. Um. 
because it talks several times about Maggie's frilly dresses and this wardrobe. Um, did no one see a fucking human-sized hole when they're hanging up their okay. kids' clothes? That's what I think. was wondering, too. Like, you would think there'd be a and, hole there. They even, they even touch on it. They even touch on it that the feel of this armoire has the Narnia feel to it. Yeah, he so does say that. He specifically says that. You fucking travel mm-hmm. in the armoire from yeah. Narnia. Why wouldn't you travel in this armoire? Didn't he... Like, in The Conjuring, with that wardrobe, isn't there, like, a false back where that little kid, ghost kid, like, hit his toys? I mean, did it I don't not remember. I think cross so. anyone's minds to, yeah, like, like, maybe there's a false a, back? Yeah, like, to knock on it at least, you know? <laughs> it just blows my mind, people don't think about this shit. I mean, they're not real people, but this is some shit I would think of, you know? <laughs> but, oh. So you have the ghost ending, and it's like, okay, right, yeah, cool. And, and then, then you it have like this letter ending, and you're like, takes what the, the wind fuck? out your sails, and you're like, and then wow. you have this alternate ending that you're like, well, maybe Dane did it, and then somebody comes out of the woodwork, and you're like, fuck. So mom, they're basically like, we're no ghost ever, none. No, it ghost. was all made up. Yeah, it was all made which up, which was the best part of it. And, and it was actually just real people sneaking in, uh-huh. doing bad things. Doing bad things. And all of these... So it was all humans. And all of these people that died in this house actually died in the house, but it was all just like free Random. accidents. So Riley kind of went back to his thriller roots with that one. Yeah. Like ended it in thriller ended it style. In a thr- so it started as a horror, poltergeist, you know, haunting, and then it ended in a thriller. It was disappointing. I it was a little that. bit disappointing in that in that sense. I mean, it, it just took us for a ride. <laughs> it, did, it definitely took you for a ride. Um... So I would say that that falls under the question, like, how did your opinion of the book change as you read it? Definitely. That would change it. it yeah, it definitely changed my opinion because I started to get ticked. <laughs> and then here comes another ending, and I'm like, oh, yeah. but what about? And then here comes another one, I'm like, oh, okay, well. And how does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? Uh, Home Before Dark, I don't really understand. Yeah, I don't really it understand the correlation. until there. I thought about it that all of this stuff is happening at night. Okay. That's the only correlation I could get between the two is because it's between nightfall and 4.54 in the morning. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, is this book overrated or underrated? I think it's under. I would say it's appropriately, appropriately so. rated. It's, I didn't hear anything about it. It's got like 4.1 so, yeah. stars on Goodreads. I feel I like that's, that's about right. right. Yeah, that's about right. Does it remind you of any other books? Not, like, books per se. We already kind of talked about it, but we got, like, Amityville vibes. Yeah. Just Conjuring, Shining. Yeah, horror. It's kind of got all those little aspects Mm -hmm. in it. Definitely, I think Riley drew some inspiration from those. Yeah, I think think Riley just read a Stephen King novel and was like, (laughs) oh, he knows where it's at. Let's do it. Do you think that, like, did this book impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years? I don't ever remember the books I read until I'm reading them because yeah. I've read so many. Yeah, or I get confused. I think a few things will stick with me, like when I go to buy a house, I'll be like, hey, oh, yeah. these are maybe red flags. If you're a realtor, uh, does the sign of the cross maybe? Do we have a cemetery? Do we? In our oh, ground? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because that's one thing we looked out to tell you guys. So they write about the cemetery that's supposedly on the grounds. So they actually go check out the location, and it's a pet cemetery. Hello. But in the dad's book, it was like a human cemetery. But right. Have you you not seen seen Pet Cemetery? Cemetery? Oh, my God. Like, that is a problem in itself. Uh, Would you ever consider rereading it? I 
think so. Maybe not every year. Like I do some of my favorites, but I think every maybe every so often I would. I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll sell those back to half price books like I do the ones that I don't really care for. Yeah, I'm not a big rereader. Um, I usually only reread the things like truly meaningful to me, like Sookie Stackhouse, yeah, Sookie Twilight, Stackhouse, I do every Harry Potter. Potter. Oh, it's only certain yeah. things I'll reread, so I don't think that I'll reread it. But that's not like a knock. I just I don't I don't reread things. I mean, look at my bookshelf. Yeah, and her bookshelf is tiny. My bookshelf takes like, like half. My <laughs> I don't read. Okay, she <laughs> thinks it's tiny to her. Normal people come in and they're like, "Wow, you got a lot of." That's books. true. That's true. Okay, so, so I don't reread it's, things. It's tiny to book collectors, but it's not. Yeah, seventy five percent of my books are not even read yet. I have a really bad habit of like <laughs> buying stuff. I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna read this," and then I never do, or I do, but like five years later. Yeah. So I have a lot of books. So no, I don't reread things that much. Um, who do I want most to read this book? It would have been you. Yeah. I would have been like, oh my god, you have to read this book. This and any book. other like mystery horror fan, yes. like it's it's a good read for that. Any, because there's not enough. Any lingering questions you're still thinking about? Any lingering? No, I don't have any lingering questions. Okay. I was gonna say, why didn't she end up with Dane? But then I'm like, no, fuck you, that. You get it. You get he, it. His he, integrity. She fucking ran from and him. And she let him. Cannot, Dane cannot deal with no. that. No. Like, He's better than that. Like she already got pissy that he didn't tell her she was next. He was an ex-con, and then right. he like falls through the floor for her. And it's not like, and it's not enough. It was just a bar fight. It yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like you bad. know. I mean, yeah. it's bad, but like you know what I mean. He he fucked him up. Like, he spent <laughs> a year in prison though, so he did his time. And he even admits, like, you know, I don't like that I did it, but I did it, and I did my time. Right. Did the book strike you as original? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say no. no. I get it. I get no. So just, many different. Yeah. It's like an amalgam of all these other horror yeah, stories. Yeah, I get that. That most horror fans are familiar with and I know about. Because I, I get that. I do. Because it was it was similar to one that I've read in the sense that it's poltergeist and they haunt stuff and everything. But I feel like what is original is the book within a book. I've yeah. never seen that before. I, like, I've seen flashbacks, but this was like a book within a book. And all of the multiple bendy endings that yeah. just left you guessing. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't guess. It was it. a huge twist that none of the ghost stuff was real. Yeah. That huge. was a huge risk huge. to take. Because this whole book was nothing but about the ghost. And it was and scary. There were some very scary parts. Very scary. So I was really, really surprised. But I don't hate the book. I hate the ending, but I don't yeah. I enjoy I, I think it. I hate, I, enjoy of, reading I hate it. a lot of endings, though. Yeah, that's, I do, too. I do, too. Well, that's the end of our official Oprah questions. But is there anything else that we want to add? I don't think so. I mean, I think... I wrote disappointment at the end of the letter. <laughs> the letters weren't juicy enough. They weren't. No, the letter from the dad to oh. Maggie. You're the love of my life. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but we the made le- all this shit up because you killed your babysitter. I yeah. put disappointment. The letter from the dad was disappointing. It, it wasn't really juicy. was like it someone was... knocked the wind. I was like, no. no. Not juicy at all. It's like, oh, you killed this lady, and you're like, what? Yeah. But, I mean, it's a good book. It is a good book. I hope that you're listening to this and you've already read it. Um, because if you haven't, you should read it. You should. Even if you listen to us and you haven't read it, you're like, well, you should read it. <laughs> and I hope that we, cause I'm telling you, we did not do the story justice. It is a no, fabulous not at all. story. It we is... just tried to give cliff notes. Yeah. But... 
We're definitely going to be changing some questions around because yeah. we realize that this does not hit enough on some of these yeah. books. And, well, you know, email us your questions. Email us definitely. things you want definitely. us to talk like about. Like, if there's a certain question you want to know about every book, email yeah. us. Yeah. Or email us your thoughts. Like, yeah. Um, we are very active on our Instagram, so we post, like, what we're currently reading, when that episode's going to drop, so you can actually read with us. And we also have voting for yes. our next book. Yes, and we will. I'll bring that up at the end because I'm so excited about that. But we do. We have voting. Um, I think right now we're going to do. So our format's going to be this episode's going to drop Tuesday the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be a book club episode. The following Tuesday, we're going to have just kind of like a discussion, not about a book in particular, about like. Any books. Um, we'll have different topics. So we're going to do two book clubs a month, and then the other episodes will be non-book clubs, but they'll be entertaining, to say the least. We hope, anyway. So right now we're thinking maybe the second book of the month will be um, voter's choice, yeah. and then the first book we'll pick, or we'll just see how it goes. We'll change it up. Email us your thoughts. But, yeah, if you're reading along with us and you want to email us some things, we'll read it. We'll read it. Just send it to bookworms1podcast at gmail.com. Did any of you hate it? Did you love it? What happened? Why'd you hate it? Yeah. Why'd you hate it? I did see some negative comments on Insta about it. So well, there were some people that didn't yeah, like not, it. Everybody's not going to like everything. That's just natural. And our Instagram is two bookworms, one podcast. So our Instagram followers, all four of them, um, we put two books to choose from for the next book club episode. And they voted, and this is the first time anyone is hearing the winner, so you want to... The winner is the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires I'm so by Brady Hendricks. I'm so excited about this book. I'm excited, too. I voted for this book. I voted, I voted for it, too. So there was so like, have, there was like six vote votes. Us, okay? yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> I made Steven vote for this book, too. I was like, hey, go on there and vote for that vampire book, because I really want to read it. it. Do it, Stephen, okay? It looks fun. We'll see what happens. Um, so quick rundown. Next episode will be August 11th. So this um, Guide to Slaying Vampires will be our August 18th episode. Talk about it. Email us your thoughts. We'll read them on the episode. Or questions. Questions. Anything you want us to talk about, we will do it. Um, so I think that's all I have for this episode. That's it for this episode, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We're so excited to hear from you, and we will see you guys next Tuesday. Love you guys. Bye.